Shalom to all. Today's daf is Erevin Daf Tzadi Dalit, and we're starting with the Mishnah, 14 lines from the top. Today's daf is sponsored by Nishmas, Reb Mordechai ben Reb Avram, his Neshama should have an Aliyah. And the Mishnah says, Chatzar Shinefatzalar Shasrabim, we have a Chatzar that's breached and it's now open into the Shasrabim, and this breach is wider than 10 Amas, so it can't be considered a Pesach. Hamachas Mitachal Shasrayachad, I'm a Shasrayachad the someone that brings something from a Shasrayachad into it, and vice versa, Chayev, he's Chayev, Divir Reb Lezer, that's his opinion. They say, Mitachal Shasrabim, I'm a Shasrayachad, from a Shasrayachad into it, or vice versa, Potter is Potter, Beneshik Karmelis, because it's like a Karmelis, it's a suffix, what it's considered, now that it's breached into the Shasrayachad, we don't know is it a Shasrayachad or not, so we say it's a Karmelis. Now the Gemara asks, Right away. Just because it's breached and it's open into the Rishis Rabbim, all of a sudden now it has a status of Rishis Rabbim? The Gemara answers in yes. Rabbi Lezer, he's consistent with his Shita, the Tanya, we have a Brisa. Rabbi Huda, I remember he says in the name of Rabbi Atman. If we have the Rabbim that shows a pathway for themselves, through someone's private field, Mashabaru Baru, whatever they chose from themselves, that's considered now a pathway for the public. And it's the same thing here. Now the public uses this chatzar, so it turns over to being Rosh Rabim. We ask Aini, is that so? He said, That's only if they used to have a pathway through this field. Now they forgot where that pathway was. Something happened. So now they have to choose a new pathway so they're allowed to do so. And this chatzar was never used by the Rabim because it always had a wall. So now that the wall fell down and the Rabim started using it, that doesn't just mean it becomes a Rosh Hashanah And we chitim, if you're going to say Hachanami here also, they lost their pathway through that Chatzar, meaning the wall had fallen and now we're unsure where it used to be. The disputed areas claimed by the Rosh Hashanah is theirs and by the Chatzar owner is his. And this is where Rabbi Lezer gives the rights to the Rosh Hashanah and the Chacham call it a Karmelis because we're unsure of whom it belongs to. That can't be because Ba'amar Chanina, he said, Meaning, the land dispute over here is the entire Chatzar, and it can't be that the Rosh Hashanah always had passage through the entirety of the Chatzar. So back to our question, how can Rebbe Lezer change the status of the Chatzar to Rosh Hashanah just because the wall had fallen down? The Gemara answers, Ema, really what Rebbe Chanina had said was they're only arguing about the place where the wall used to be and not the whole Chatzar. Alternatively, they're arguing about the Rosh Hashanah, meaning the area where the Mechitza used to be is still recognizable, but now it's become Tzidi Rosh Hashanah, an area used by the Rosh Hashanah when there's an overflow of people. The Rebbe Lezer Savar, he holds Tzidi Rosh Hashanah, it's considered like Rosh Hashanah, even though this Tzidi Rosh Hashanah happens to be owned by a private person, it's still considered like the Rosh Hashanah. Rabban and Sabi, and they hold Tzidi Rosh Hashanah, love Rosh Hashanah, it's not like Rosh Hashanah. We ask, why don't they just have a regular Machlekes about a regular Tzidi Rosh Hashanah when we have an area next to the Rosh Hashanah, which is what we might call the sidewalk, that whenever there's overflow traffic, so then you would go up onto the sidewalk. We say, if they just argued in that case and not in our specific Chatzar case, we would say, they only argue in Rabbi Lezer. That's only if there's some sort of barrier preventing the normal flow of traffic in the Rosh Hashanah from extending into this area of the Tzid Rosh Hashanah. Rashi says that many times they would have these barriers separating the Tzid Rosh Hashanah and the Rosh Hashanah to prevent the wagons that were in the Rosh Hashanah from driving right next to the walls of the Rosh Hashanah and then it would ruin the walls. So perhaps that's where the Machlaikis is, whether or not this is considered Tzidur Shisrabim. But if there's no barriers dividing the Tzidur Shisrabim and the Shisrabim, perhaps they would agree 
to Rabbi Lezer that Cedar Shisrabim has a din of Shisrabim. Kamash Mulan, the Chiddush is that even when there's no barrier, meaning in the case where the wall fell down and now the Shisrabim has just extended themselves to where the wall used to be, there's no barriers over there, still the Chacham argue with Rabbi Lezer. So now, according to both of our explanations, the only machlekes between Rabbi Lezer and the Chachamim is the area where the wall used to be. We ask, Rabbi Lezer had said in our Mishnah, if you carry into it, implying that we're discussing the Chatzar and not just where the wall had fallen down. We answer, since the Chacham had said the word Rabbi Lezer also used the word Now the Gemara asks, according to the Rabbanon, they seem to be talking about something totally different than what Rabbi Lezer is talking about. Rabbi Lezer, he had said, that we're talking about the Tzidr Shisrabim, only where the wall used to be. And then they responded to him, talking about the inside of the Chatzar. So what's going on over here? It seems to be they're talking about two separate things. The Gemara answers, This is what the Chacham were telling Rabbi Lezer. Wouldn't you agree to us, If you would carry from the Chatzar itself into the Shisrabim, and from the Shisrabim into it, the Pater, that you would be Pater, because consider a Karmelis, the sides also, meaning where the wall used to be, shouldn't be any different. It should be considered a caramelist and you should not be chayev. Rabbi Lezer, he would respond, Hasm over there, like Hadarsi Rabim, the Chatzar itself doesn't have the Rabim walking through it. Hacha over here, where the wall used to be, Kadarsi Rabim, now the Rabim walks through there and actually has the status of Rishus Rabim. So back to our Mishnah, when Rabbi Lezer had said, Hamachnes Mitaychal Rishus Rabim, he means if you carry from this area of collapsed wall, which is now Rishus Rabim, into the Chatzar, which still retains its din as Rishus Yachid, then you're going to be chayev and not carrying from the Rishus Yachid into the Chatzar as we had originally. Thought. And the Mishnah continues. A chatzar that got breached on Shabbos. Now it's open into the Rishasurabim on two sides. We have a house that got breached on two sides. We have a Mavoy that on Shabbos, again, the Kaira or the Lechi was taken away. It's Mutter to use that Shabbos because it was already Mutter at the beginning of Shabbos. However, the upcoming Shabbos says it has to be fixed if you want to use it. Rabbi he says, and we turn to Shabbos, if you're allowed to use it that Shabbos, we turn you're allowed to use it forever without fixing it. If it's going to be us for the next Shabbos, us for this Shabbos also, he doesn't hold it just because it was mutter at the beginning of Shabbos, it's mutter now. And now the Gemara asks, what are we talking about over here that it was breached? Even if you're going to say the breach was up until 10 Amos, what's the difference? It was breached only on one side. We say that that breach is just considered a Pesach and there's no issue. Even if it was breached on two sides, it's just considered like two openings and there's no Isser. We're talking about that the breach was wider than 10 Amis, so even if it was breached only on one side, it would be Aser because that breach is not considered a Pesach and you would have to fix it up. The Gemara answers on Marav really we're talking about the breach was less than 10 Amis, for example, the breach was at a corner. No one makes an opening at a corner and therefore it cannot be considered a Pesach. Take a look at the only picture we have in Taisvis here near the bottom of the Amid on the right hand side. You see this little dotted line on the corner of the square. That's what happened. It was less than 10 Amos. However, we can't consider it a Pesach because no one makes a Pesach at the corner of a Chatzar. And the Gemara continues to explain the Mishnah. We had a house that had two separate breaches in it. 
Amrinu Pitekra Yarev Vesaisem. What's the difference when it's breached only in one side? Do we apply Pitekra and we extend the ceiling downwards to seal off this opening? So Mishtei Rucha is Nami, even if it's breached on two sides. Lema, let's say Pitekra Yarev Vesaisem. We're going to apply Pitekra to both of those breaches, and now it's considered like it's sealed off. So Amrinu the Bay Rav and Shmei the Rav, the base measure of Rav says in the name of Rav, Kigun Shinifritz Bekaren Zavis. The house was breached in the corner, as we had said with the Chatzar, the Kuriv Balachson, and the roof was slanted like many roofs in the United States, in Eretz Yisrael, and other places abroad, the roofs are actually flat and not slanted. You cannot say P-Tikra when roof is slanted because the edge of the roof is not perpendicular to the ground, therefore we cannot say P-Tikra. But now we have a different answer in the case of the Chatzar. Shmuel Amr, he says, I feel master. Even if the breach in the Chatzar was wider than 10 Amas, our Mishnah would apply. So we ask Yochim, even if it was breached only on one side, since the breach is wider than 10 Amas, we would have an issue. Why did we need to say that the Chatzar was breached on two sides? We answer Mishum Bias. That's only because of the house case. So we ask Ubayas Kufei Tikshi. So we'll ask in the house case. What's the difference if we have a breach in the house on one side? We'll say Pitikra. If it's two separate sides, also name a let's say Pitikra Yard Vesaisim. And we continue to ask, Does Shmuel even hold of the concept of Pitikra? We have an Achsadra in an open field. And we had previously described this as a large public park where many times they have this picnic area which is covered with this roof and it has four posts holding up the roof. So the entirety of it is completely open. We just have a roof on top. That's an Achsadra. Rav Amr, he says, You're allowed to carry around this entire covered area. That's because we apply P. Tikra to all of the sides and it's considered like it's sealed off and therefore it's Rishus Yachid. He says, You're only allowed to carry four Amas in this area. We don't apply P. Tikra. So this area is just like the Bika. It's just like the large open field and it's a Carmelis and you're limited to carrying four Amas. So we see that Shmuel doesn't even apply P. Tikra. So the Gemara answers, That's not a problem. Shmuel only holds that we do not apply P. Tikra when you have to apply it to four walls, if you only have to apply it to three walls, then he holds of P. Tikra. The Gemara says, We still have an issue. Why does Shmuel not apply P. Tikra to the two walls of the house? He can't hold its roof as slanted like Rav because then he doesn't need to say that two walls were breached. Even one breach can't have P-Tikra if the roof is slanted. So why does Shmuel have to say that there was two walls that were breached and we can't say P-Tikra over here? What's going on? So we answer, Just like the base measure of Rav had said in the name of Rav, that it was breached at the corner of the house. And the reason why we can't apply P-Tikra is because it has a slanted roof. So to hear with Shmuel, for example, it's breached at the corner of the house. There was another breach of four Tfachim in the actual ceiling. Take a look at the picture on the bottom left hand side in Rashi. This is a bird's eye view of the breach of the house. So this empty corner in which we see nothing, that's where the walls of the house were breached and that's more than 10 Amma breach. Now this zigzag that kind of looks like a step, that's more than 10 Amas and it's zigzag to the point that now we would have to apply P-Tikra to four sides. Start at the top where it says Kaisel Mizrahi. You see that little dollar over there? So that's a four Tefach breach where we would have to apply P-Tikra. Then it says, hey, that's five Amas. That's another place where we have to apply P-Tikra. Then it says, hey, va'id on the other down part of the step. That's another five Amas P-Tikra. And it says, dollar again, that's a four Tefach P-Tikra. So since Shmuel holds, you're now to apply P-Tikra to four walls. That's what our situation is over here, that we have a breach of more than 10 Amas, and we're not able to say P-Tikra. 
I think Mark continues explaining this machlaikas. Shmuley Amar Karav Shmuel doesn't hold like Rav Alachs Alakitani. It doesn't say anywhere that we're talking about a slanted roof. And Rav Alamak Shmuel, he doesn't hold like Shmuel. In Cain, if it was like Shmuel had described, where we had many walls that we needed to apply Pitikra to, Havalach Sajra, it would be the same case of the Achsadra in the field. Viravlatame, he would be like his own Shita. Damar he says, Achsadra Mutterlatata Bakula. You're allowed to carry around the entirety of the Achsadra. It's considered Shusayachid. The Itmar, because we said above, Achsadra Rebecca, we have a Achsadra in the open field. Rav Amar Mutterlatata Bakula, you're allowed to carry around the whole thing. You're only allowed to carry on four Amas. You're allowed to carry on the whole thing. We say We apply Pitikra to all four sides. You're only allowed to carry on four Amas. We don't say Pitikra. We need to apply it to four walls. And now we're going to have two different opinions of when Rav and Shmuel argue in Pitikra. When the breach is ten Amas or less, everyone agrees that we apply Pitikra. Rashi says that's because it's just considered like a regular Pesach, and therefore we'll apply Pitikra to all four sides. Kipligi, when's their home achlekes? Be'ezer If the breach is wider than ten amas, so we can't consider it a pesach. Rav's going to say we'll still apply pitikra to four sides, and Shmuel will say that we do not. Be'kadamri, and some say be'ezer kol pligi. When it's more than ten amas, everyone's going to agree that we do not apply pitikra to four sides. Kipligi, their home achlekes of when we're going to apply pitikra to four sides is be'ezer when the breach is only ten amas or less. And now we're going to try to fit another member into these two opinions. That which Rabbi Huda had said, If we have a beam that's fourth fachim wide, that's going to permit us to carry underneath it in a churva. The churva is open to the Rosh Hashanah, so you're not allowed to carry around the churva. However, if we have a beam supporting two walls, so underneath that beam, which is fourth fachim, you're allowed to carry there because we say Pitekra. Rav Nachman Amar he says, This beam of four, only allows us to make a transfer in water, then we'll apply Pitekra. So, Money, which of the previous Lashinas are these members like? According to the first Lashin, the Amrit that had said, there's no argument between Rav and Shmuel when the breach is 10 Amas. So, we're talking about over here where the board is 10 Amas wide or less. And it's according to everyone that will apply Pitikra. And according to the second Lashin, the Amrit that had said, the Machlech is Rav and Shmuel of when we apply Pitikra is even when the breach is only 10 Amas. So, these members that we just said are like Rav, that we would apply Pitikra to all four sides if it's less than 10 Amas. We're going to pause here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.